Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 311. Today, I want to talk to you about the current state of social media in our profession today. A lot of our clients, uh, people that have bigger businesses that I've been kind of working with and speaking to lately, I've been hearing kind of the same thing from them, that they're experiencing a little bit of an unusual downturn in their business. And I know this probably isn't the case for all of you, but a lot of the people that I've surveyed have kind of said the same thing, that their business is down, down a little bit more than usual this time of the year. And they're just kind of like wondering out loud why that might be. And I think there's lots of different things that we could certainly point to that could be contributing to to that, right? One of the things that we talk a lot about is the, uh, you know, people just struggling to adjust to a post-COVID world. A lot of companies experienced a boom when COVID first happened. Lots of people were home, not working. They were looking for something to do. Uh, There was lots of people that joined this profession during that time that once kind of their life got back to normal, you know, they had a little bit of a difficult adjustment to trying to figure out, okay, now I have my normal life and my business. And I'm sure that definitely contributes to it in some way. Uh, We have inflation, you know, prices are rising. Uh, Statistics are saying that it It's going to cost the average family an additional $5,000 just to live the same life that they did last year. Um, I, you know, who knows when that's going to end. Uh, Signs are pointing to probably not anytime soon. Uh, So that certainly is a factor. I'm actually going to make an argument about how that is an, an obstacle. That's actually an opportunity for your business. And then there's just lots of uncertainty, right? There's lots of things that have happened. But the conversation kind of went to social media, and I thought somebody asked a a really interesting question. The question was, are our prospects just not on social as much anymore, right? Like we've certainly, we we hear more more and more so now than we probably ever have. People basically just saying, I'm, you know, I'm done with social media. You know, I've heard that from more than a handful of times from people that I know. And so the the question is, is that contributing to uh, the challenges that people are facing in their business today, right? Are people just generally burned out and tired and feeling exhausted on social media? Now, in our space, it's a little different because we're paid to be on there. But what is the average person? What are they thinking and feeling? And I'm not going to pretend to that I know the answer to that question. You know, statistics, you could argue it one way or the other. When you look at some of the things that have been happening, Facebook saw for the first time in its history a decrease in their average daily users in the fourth quarter of 2021. It subsequently has increased, right? So, you know, there's kind of mixed messages there. You hear a lot of people today complaining about how their engagement is really down on things like Facebook and and Instagram. So you, you can't really say for sure. But here's what I do absolutely know that things have changed on social media. There's no doubt in my mind. When I think about what I did five years ago, six years ago to start my business, it was a much, much different world, right? The days, the you know, the, the attraction marketing days of just showing up every day and creating content, uh, 
and waiting for people to just be attracted to you, wanting to and ready to join your business, those days are over. It's not to say that attraction marketing isn't still something you should do. And marketing in general, like, like we have to create content on social media. But the problem is that people's strategy when it comes to their business and marketing isn't as, it's not really serving them. It's not working for them in the way that it needs to. And here's part of the problem. You're too passive. People are way too passive when it comes to social media, right? The the post and pray mindset of I'm just going to keep pumping out content as much as I can, as often as I can, and and just wait for the people to come. Like that's it's not going to happen. The world we live in today, it ain't happening. And here's the reason why: because people are becoming less and less engaged on social media, right? Things it, it's harder than ever to even get somebody to see your post because there's just so many marketing and sales messages out there today. Not to mention, we've got tons more people that have all these different viewpoints on, you know, whether it's uh, p- political or the whole COVID thing. Like there's just so much white noise out there today. So it's like the same amount of effort that you could have put in two to three years ago that might have yielded you a pretty decent sized results that helped you grow your business. You're starting to see diminishing returns and people are not adapting in this profession. See, here's the argument that I want to make to you today. And this is where the conversation shifted. And I thought it was, it gave me a whole new perspective on what we've been talking about and teaching with the importance of the skill of selling. To me, the skill of selling is as important today as it has ever been in the history of our profession. Because think about it. If your marketing efforts are starting to dwindle, if the returns that you're seeing from your content is starting to diminish, what are you going to do? And see, a lot of people in this profession will just see this as an obstacle, right? They'll look at everything in the world that's happening and how could I you know, how can I talk to people about my business or they're posting on social media, they're not seeing the results, but they're not going to make a change. See, I'm going to tell you the people that are going to win big time over the next one to two years, the people in this profession that pivot and start to develop the real skill that they need to make a difference. And that's the skill of selling. It's the skill of having a conversation. The skill of selling is 10 times more important when we are in difficult economic times. Because what selling, marketing is passive. It's let me post and let me wait and see. Selling is proactive. Selling is I'm going to go out there every day and I am going to create the opportunities for my business. I am going to start conversations, not the kind of conversations that most people start like, hey, just checking in. How are you? I'm talking about conversations with purpose and intention and a plan. That's the kind of selling that you need to do. This is what we call transformational selling. Most people in this profession, in social selling and network marketing, they're incredibly transactional. When when they're in that, when they have that opportunity to actually talk to somebody about their business, they have no idea what to actually say to create value for somebody looking at their business. So what one of the pieces of advice that I really want to give all of you right now today is you need to be doing less content and have more conversations, less content and way more conversations. So that means if you're somebody that's cranking out five reels a week, start doing two to three a week and spend all of the rest of that time proactively starting conversations with people that are in your network. 
right? If you're, if you're doing, if you're posting three to four times per day on, on Facebook, post one to two times per day and spend that additional time being more proactive, developing the skill of selling, having more conversations. That's what's going to make people win in the economic climate of the world that we live in today. So when we think about that, here's why I think this is even more important. When we think of, you know, my, my, uh, one of my early mentors used to say this and it's like, you know, sometimes people just say things and you're like, you know, like that's, it's not really right, but it's, it's kind of true. And it's in that, in that sense, it's funny. He always used to say, never waste a good recession, never waste a good recession, right? I can remember, you know, 2008, 2009 was the last time we really went through a recessionary period. I can remember him always preaching, never waste a good recession, right? Because, and what he meant was is that you, during times like this of economic uncertainty, you w- you'll be able to get the ear and the attention of people that under normal circumstances you never would. So the quality of people that may be open to looking at a business like yours are much greater today than they would have been two to three years ago. But here's the problem that most people will have. Most people in this profession will never get those people's attention because they're so transactional in the way that they sell, right? It's all the same pitches that you see everywhere else, right? It's going for the pitch too soon. It's copy and paste. It's, hey, girl, all that lazy stuff that so many people do. You'll never get the attention of a really committed, high-quality person. And you know the kind of people I'm talking about. I'm talking about people that are professionals. I'm talking about people that ha- that have or currently own traditional businesses. I'm talking about the stay-at-home mothers that were that did have careers that are looking to get back into the workforce or people that are in traditional jobs or careers that just now want more flexibility and are looking to find the right opportunity to give them more of that. These are the kinds of people, right? When we think of like a dream team, these are the kinds of people we want on our team. But in order to get those people's attention, you've got to learn how to create real value in the eyes of what you do. Otherwise, they'll never even look. They won't even start a conversation with you. Look, these are, by the way, just so you know, these are also the same people that you're connected with that watch what you do on social media every day, talking about your business all the time, promoting your products and services, and think, I would never do that. I would never do that. I've worked so hard to cultivate and develop my network that I've invested time in. I'm not going to then turn around and start spamming them all the time about how great my company is, how great my comp plan is. They're, they're not going to do that. Doesn't mean that they 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 couldn't be, not like get to a point where they really believe in what they you do, but that's not the way that they would actually grow their business. They would grow it through a more authentic and organic way. And you know what that means? It means that they would actually have sales conversations with people individually to help them understand the value of what it is they're doing. That's what I'm asking you to do. See, so many of you are devaluing your business because of the way that you're operating. You're thinking and operating so transactionally in it. So what you've got to learn how to do is you got to learn how to start having transformational 
conversations. In order to get those kinds of people's attention, they're not going to just come to you. You got to go to them. You got to start the conversation. You got to facilitate the conversation. You have to direct the conversation. You have to ask the right questions. Look, if your pitch to get somebody to join is why not? What have you got to lose? Right? It's, you know, and if you're talking about it's my little side gig, my little side hustle, it's the part time, you're not going to get the attention of those people there. Look, there is a perceived value in things in the world. If it doesn't barely cost anything, like I know a lot of you are in companies where the startup, the cost to get started is so low, like $29, $49. Do you understand like the kind of people we're talking about? Like you tell me, yeah, it's $29 to get started. I will by default not necessarily assign a lot of value to it because it's only $29. There is a perceived value to these types of things. Look, Shannon thinks I'm crazy. But if I, you know, if I go to the, if I go to the wine store and we get a bottle of wine and there's two bottles of wine next to each other and same rating, whatever, and one is more expensive than the other. Now I'm talking about, you know, reasonably more expensive. I will buy the more expensive bottle. 10 out of 10 times. She thinks I'm out of my mind, but because I assign additional value to price. Now, I'm half the time I'm not right, but guess what? I always do it. So why I'm sharing this with you is that if you want to, during these times when you have these people, and I get it, you don't feel confident to talk to them, but that's where you have to be able to kind of within yourself understand you do have something to offer. But if the only thing you're offering them is, hey, why not? It's only 29 bucks. They may join right? But they're not going to do anything because they're not going to take it seriously. So like if your startup is like 29 bucks, you've got even more of a responsibility to learn how to have a transformational conversation around somebody to get them to start looking at what you do differently beyond just the $29 to get started. Get them to see that this is a career opportunity. Get them to see that there's unlimited earning potential. Get them to see that there's purpose here. There's so many of these career professionals that are out there and they're working in jobs and careers that they have absolutely no passion for. Get them to start to see that there's something here for them and watch how different they begin to respond to you. See, when we learn how to do that and and everything I'm talking to you about right now, this is the skill of selling. It's starting out and getting clear on what exactly are the problems that you can help somebody solve. What are the things that you can offer someone through your products and or business and identifying the problems and challenges that they may be facing in their life and learning how to ask just simple questions to uncover need and to drive a conversation in an area where it's super easy for you to say, oh, hey, by the way. See, but most people, they don't focus on this. Conversations are like a second. They don't even think about it. Right. They use these lame scripts that they've been given. Right. And all the focus is on the front end, just getting to, you know, getting the conversation. But there's no skill development in there. So think of it like this. If I were you, here's what I would do. If I were in a network marketing, social selling business right now in today's current economic climate, this is what I would do. First and foremost, I would be reaching out to every single customer that I have or have ever gotten. And I would be checking in to see where they are in their own lives because there's no easier conversation than with a customer to start. I would be first and foremost looking to provide a much higher level of service to them, not just checking in and saying, hey, how are you? What's happening? Do you need any more product? I'm talking about a transformational conversation where you're checking in what's going on in your life 
how's that problem? You know, you might not even know the problems. So you want to know what you do? Hey, you want to know? Shame on me for never even asking you this. Why did you buy the product in the first place? What were you struggling with? Have you been able to solve that problem? You know, how's it been living with that problem? Is there anything else I can do to help you with that problem? Look, I'm going to share a quick example with you, okay? We We just literally just started teaching transformational selling in the last couple of months. Somebody asked me, somebody's new new in our community, and uh, she said, when, when did you guys start teaching transformational selling? And I kind of chuckled. She's like, I came into your world in April. And I said, well, we just started teaching it in like February. So we're not even six months into this. But here's what I realized. When I, when I started to understand what people really needed and so much of the, so much of the focus had, has just been on marketing and social media for the last five to six years. And I'm like, this is it. Like, it's so obvious to me. You can create so much better, better results so much faster. If you can just have a conversation with someone so much less time and effort. And so when I realized that we went all in on it and, but so the point of me sharing that with you is when I, I'm already seeing, and we just launched Love, Serve, Grow, which is where we teach transformational selling in April. And when I, I'm seeing so many people sharing stories like the one I'm about to share with you, this to me is validation that we are on the right path right now. So one of our students, Laura, was really struggling with how do I, talk, how do I go back and talk to past customers, just like I'm recommending to you right now. We taught her, we have a transformational conversation framework that we teach. We gave it to her. We helped her work through the process. She did it with a customer. And this was a message that she got several days later from the customer. Hello, Laura. I just wanted to thank you from the bottom of my heart for how you've already helped me. I needed a bit of a different approach. And for someone to be able to help me with where I am and with what I'm struggling with, it's the first time like I actually feel like I have a chance to sticking to this program. I feel inspired and hopeful and honestly happy, which isn't a feeling I've had for months. I know I've got a long way to go, but I think this is my turning point. I'm so grateful. Here's the best part. Your approach and genuine care has helped me start doing the things I need to do, being patient with myself, and the mental shift this time around is so different than any other time I've ever tried this program. Thank you. Now, here's what's interesting. Laura, when she contacted that customer, did not try to upsell her or get her to buy more product. She led with how I can help. She actually got on the phone with her and her mother because the the customer shared that, you know, my mother is struggling with the same things. Laura got on the phone with them and just gave them a little bit of encouragement and support and direction. And that was it. Several days later, she reached back out. That's the power of transformational conversations. So I would be first and foremost checking in with every customer of mine, just seeing how I can provide a higher level of service. But then here's the other question I'd be asking them. Who do you know? Who do you know? Do you know anyone that's looking for a new job or career? Do you know anybody that's been displaced from work over the last couple of years? Do you know anybody that's just not happy with what they're doing right now? People that are, you know, stay-at-home mothers that are looking to get back in the workforce, like give them those memory joggers. Like don't be afraid to ask for a referral. And if they do know somebody, say, great, could you set up a group chat with me and that person? I would love to share with them a little bit about what I'm doing because those are the kinds of people that I'm looking to work with in my business. Be bold, be willing to ask. You want to know how you get referrals? Ask for them. It's really that simple. Now, you're not going to get a referral every time, but I promise you, you'll never get them if you don't ask for them. Here's the second thing I would do. I would be contacting everybody that I know. 
every single person I know. I don't care if I've talked to them before. I don't care if they said no. I call, I contact, call, text, meet everybody I know, proactively and aggressively working my network. And what I'd be doing, having the same types of conversations. Look, here's a big mindset shift. I'm going to help you right now get over your fear of having these conversations. What if the goal of starting the conversation wasn't to share your business with them? That's the reason why so many of you are scared. You're transactional. You're results-focused. You're entering into a conversation thinking about sharing your business. Let go of that. Take the transformational point of view, which is the primary goal of starting a conversation transformationally is to help someone. So what if the goal of starting a conversation was just to find out if you could help? See, here's what's interesting. If you didn't have a network marketing or a social selling business, and I literally just told you, I will pay you to care about people, you would never have a problem to start a conversation with someone you know, to ask them some questions, to genuinely and from a place of curiosity, find out what's going on there in their life to see if you could help them. The reason why you can't have those conversations is because you're always worried about your business, your transactional, your results focused. So what if the goal of starting conversations was just, can I help you? Do you think that would feel different? You think it'd make it a little bit easier? So go into those conversations with that and then you could do the same thing. Who do you know, right? Here's what I want you to consider. Think about the types of professions that have been impacted by everything that's been happening. What if you said, hey, do you know any pharmaceutical or medical sales reps? Do you know any retail sales reps? Do you know any retail sales managers? Do you know any medical staff or, or, or medical employees? Do you know any traditional business owners? Like, do you understand all of these professions have been so impacted by what we do? You could ask that question. And they might say, oh yeah, you know, my, 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 my niece Susie, is a pharmaceutical rep. She's been out of work for six. Well, hey, listen, could you introduce me to her? Those kinds of opportunities are literally there right now waiting for you. Here's the problem. They just take a little bit of work to get to. You're not going to post your way and, hey, Susie, you should, you know, my, my friend, my friend who I buy her product, she posted about our business. I need to give that post to Susie. It ain't happening that way. But if you dig, if you're proactive, if you sell those opportunities will come to you. These are the people that are going to win. The people that are going to crush it over the next one to two years are the ones that develop this mindset and this skill set. Check in. The other thing I would do is this. I check in with existing team members and I take them through the same transformational sales conversation. I would treat them like they're still prospects, trying to get them emotionally connected to doing the work. I'd be casting a vision. See, most leaders right now are living in fear. How can I go talk about my business? How can I promote my business in this, in this climate? You want to know what I think? How can you not promote your business? How can you not want to help people? The next one to two years are going to be the greatest time that we've had in the last 10 years in this profession. If you're the kind of leader that's saying that to your team, watch how they start to respond differently. These are the things that transformational leaders, and these are the things that transformational people will do. And this is what I want you to do, right? I want you to recognize that there is an incredible opportunity out there for you today. The world might not need to hear about your business, but the world does need help. And it needs people who are willing to help. It needs people who have the courage and who are, who are bold enough to go out and try and help. Those are the types of people that get attention. The question is, is that going to be you? See, the thing is this, the problem is, is we're just looking at our businesses the wrong way. So I want to encourage you, be creative, 
Be resourceful. When everybody in this profession is just worrying, my business is down. What am I going to do? I wonder why it is. Why aren't, why is my social media engagement down? Why aren't people responding to me? You do something different. Change, adapt, innovate. This is what entrepreneurs do. This is what leaders do. They adapt to their circumstances. Read the writing on the wall. Develop the skill of selling. Watch what it does for your business. That's my message for you today. So, hey, listen, if you are new to our show and you're new to our community and you're new to this idea of transformational selling that we've been talking about, we've done lots of different episodes on it. My advice to you would be to start with episode 287, which is where we first introduced the idea of transformational selling. But stay tuned to this podcast because I've got a big announcement coming up in a couple of weeks. We are going to be doing something to teach and empower all of you how to take your first step with transformational selling in your business. So make sure you stay tuned. Um, you're going to be really excited when you hear what we got planned for you. So with that being said, have an incredible day, everybody. Thanks for being here. I love and appreciate y'all. I'll see you soon on the next episode.